This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 647, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, January the 23rd. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 647. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, January the 23rd. Recording this on January 30th. So but just before we jump into comics from uh, from the, the 30th, let's look, take one last look at the releases from January 23rd. I only have uh, three books to talk about today, so it'll be a relatively short episode. Uh, looking back on the 23rd's releases, some of the uh, books that came out that I won't be talking about today include new issues of Aquaman, Avengers, Batman. How did I miss Batman? Uh, Crypt of Shadows, Cloak and Dagger, Negative Exposure, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, Immortal Hulk, Justice League, Man Without Fear, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, Shazam, Shuri, Sideways, Star Wars, Superior Spider-Man 2, I missed that too, uh, Teen Titans 26, and War is Hell number 1. So what did I have a chance to read? Well, apparently not much. Um, I read... Uh, Jessica Jones, Purple Daughter, number one, which is chapters, what, one and two. Uh, this I found to be really good. Um, really, uh, I found it very gripping. Uh, Kelly Thompson's writing it. Artwork is by Mattia De Ulis, and, uh, the artwork is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, really helps ground and just something about how good looking this book is like it's an extremely attractive looking book uh, maybe it's not the most um, complex visually because it's a lot of you know a lot of talking heads a lot of kind of very kind of static background so it's not exactly the most visually appealing in that way but the character work and the way in which the facial expressions are used uh, is very effective and the story in general is just extremely engrossing um, that and it's just it's it's really scary too like it's the idea of you know uh, Jessica Jones having to Reevaluate things that you know she'd never had to think about before in a different way, and being worried about her daughter, and dealing with you know the menace of the purple children out there, and the specter of purple man, which will never die and go away, and especially after the events of the last series, like it's just extremely, um, what's the word, uh, engaging. Um, I just found myself so enraptured by the story, and again, the art was fantastic. I'm going to give it a, a very deserved nine. It was such a good book. Uh, next up, we have a book that I just got caught up on, which was a Damage. Uh, this is issue 13, um, which is interesting. Um, this particular issue was uh, called Hazardous Delivery by uh, Aaron Lepresti and Robert Venditti. They're the storytellers with inks by Matt Ryan and colors by Hi-Fi. Uh, this was kind of after everything that happened in the last you know, story and kind of bringing damage to be, you know, kind of apprehended and, and kind of being taken in by the Justice League, uh, this starts to lead things in a very different direction with Batman kind of being an extra dick. Uh, and it ends up kind of leading damage, maybe not where they expected. And he ends up on a, an island of monsters and he's a monster rock. And I just found the amount of effort that was put into putting the character in a different situation that I found that this issue felt like it kind of betrayed that uh, in a very long-winded way of, of getting uh, damage to this new locale to have new stories. Uh, the art was okay, but it wasn't my favorite. It wasn't as detailed as previous issues had been. Uh, I'm going to give it a, a six. Um, you know, it's not bad, but it, it just felt like it, it regressed. It didn't feel like it really moved the story forward. Um, at times, the, the sequences with Batman just felt extra elongated and uh 
just kind of they dragged on and I was not as enjoying them as much and then we have Uncanny X-Men Annual number one uh, I think everyone's mileage will vary on this. This is by Ed Brisson, our work by Carlos Gomez, and this is the return of Cyclops, and it kind of explains it all and figures out a way to try and bring back Cyclops in a way that makes sense, uh, doesn't, you know, invalidate everything the character had been through, but also tries to, you know, again, make sense of it and bring him back in a way that he's more or less workable and tries to tie together, you know, recent things that have happened with the Cyclops character and push him in a new direction. Um, I personally liked it. I thought it was an interesting way of doing it. Um, you know, obviously, the, you know, they're manipulating time travel and trying to figure out a way to kind of make Cyclops who he is now. But uh, I liked it, and I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Cyclops as a character, and so anything that kind of was able to try and fix him, uh, I was on board with. Um, I didn't really like a lot of the stuff that Brian Michael Bendis did with the character. Uh, I understand that in a lot of ways they were taking him in a direction that you know made partial partial sense, but also at the same time didn't really make a lot of sense either. Um, being too much of a dick and a little bit too disconnected from things, and so I... I I kind of like how this is being addressed and they're figuring out a way to try and bring him home. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that he's... I'm glad that they fixed the character in a way that he's now usable and workable again and we can actually see him in Uncanny X-Men and being the leader and being the X-Men who I've always loved and not making him this weird renegade that no one likes anymore. I don't disagree with a lot of the decisions that were made to get him to that point. Um, I just think, you know, after a certain amount of time he started looking less and less like the Cyclops I liked. And I like that here he had kind of the, the time to kind of reflect and realize how he was pushed at that to that point, but also realizing that maybe he was wrong. That he was wrong, and he needs to fix it. He needs to set it right. He's going to find the X-Men. He's going to do the right thing. And that I thought was cool. I am sad to see, obviously, the old Cable gone, and I thought there be, might be more discussion of that here, but uh, interesting to kind of see him with young Cable. Um and the idea that, you know, Young Cable is really just, you know, a guy who didn't have his dad and trying to figure things out and trying to fix things and not just let his dad die. And I like that that's kind of how they ended up using this. It, it rang true to me that this younger Cable is not the older pragmatic Cable. He is still an emotional guy and sometimes makes mistakes. He's definitely making them here. It does make me wonder... Now that we have Kid Cable, that we have the whole Nate Gray storyline, and Kid Cable's nowhere to be found, like, it's kind of weird because they're more, more, or they're closer to being the same person than ever before. Um, anyways, I, I liked it. I'm going to give this a nine because I thought this was well worth it. Uh, looking forward to next week, releases in the week of January the 30th. Uh, some of the upcoming highlights uh, they include. Let me see here. Um, from Marvel, new issues. There's Age of X-Men Alpha, um, Amazing Spider-Man 14, new issues of Captain America, Dead Man Logan, Doctor Strange, Exiles, Journey into Unknown Worlds, Man Without Fear, um, Spider-Man Deadpool, Star Wars Doctor Aphra, The Punisher, Unstoppable Wasp, uh, Weapon H, West Coast Avengers X-Force, and over at DC, we have new issues of Adventures of the Super Sons, which I'm enjoying a lot. Uh, Archie beats Batman meets Batman 66, Batman Kings of Fear 6 of 6, uh, new issue of wait, am I looking at the same right week here? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not looking at the right week at all. Sorry about that. New issues of Action Comics, sorry, Batgirl, Batman Beyond, Heroes in Crisis, Justice League Odyssey, uh, Mysteries of Love and Space, Teen Titans Annual, The Flash, The Flash Annual, and Wonder Woman and a few other books. Um, so that's the stuff we'll be talking about next week. So thank you for joining me for this reviews episode. Uh, you can rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>